Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy-ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, back from a fabulous vacation, and so happy to be returning to your beautiful phones or whatever you're listening to me on. Um, hi, thanks for welcoming me into your world. Uh, we have so much to talk about. Sometimes it's funny because I think like I'll prep the podcast and I'm like, what the hell am I going to talk about? And then I just start going and I'm like, oh, shit. Do we have things? Do we have things to talk about? So um, I was so mad at myself that I didn't tell this story last week that I just had to like kick it off with it. Listen, what happened was is like I was with my sister and my brother-in-law. We were having dinner before my date. And the funniest thing about that, so like they were talking to me, not like right before the date, but the day before. And, you know, of course, they're like, oh, does he have social media, blah, blah, blah. Did you find him? And I was like, no, like I didn't even really try to stalk him, like whatever. And then my sister and I were chatting and all of a sudden out of nowhere, my brother-in-law, Matt, was just like, found him. Like... (laughs) found his LinkedIn, found some old tweets about him. It was so funny. So like get yourself a brother-in-law who is a stalker. I'm just saying like obviously not in a creepy way, but in a very fun, um, he he was so proud of himself. We were so proud of him. Definitely married into the right family on that one. But it was so funny that I was so mad at myself for forgetting like that iconic part of the story. So like Um, that's all I'm going to say about that for now. But, um, it's been a really interesting, um, week. (laughs) Uh, obviously like, you know, lots to say. And I feel like I do save all of my dating content for like the dating end of it. But sometimes I just feel like my dad misses out on some of my good jokes in that. So I'm going to keep some of my more like PG rated jokes about dating in the beginning here. Um, because, I I thought this was really funny and I, you know, obviously have been on all the apps and I just got a hinge and I'll talk about that later, but mo- mostly been on Bumble and what's cracking me up. So on Bumble, you can like list your in- like what you're looking for. Right. So it will say, you know, something casual. Um, there's one there's a marriage option, which I didn't go for that, by the way, I just said relationship, which I know I said I was husband hunting, but I'm not that crazy. Um, <laughs> or you can say like you know, not sure yet, whatever. You can also list if you're interested in having kids on there. And what the funniest thing to me is, is all these guys will have looking for something casual, not sure yet, but will be like wants kids. So you can make a decision that you want children, but not if you want a relationship or not. You're like something casual, but like give me a baby, but I'm not gonna participate in it because you know I said this was casual like that gives me all of these weird fucking vibes I'm like I'm sorry what (laughs) it cracks me up every time and I've I've seen it like at least every third swipe something casual not sure yet or that's not even filled out they don't even have that part on there but it's like wants kids (laughs) 
Okay. Sure. I mean, at least I, you know, I, my profile says I don't want kids and I stand by that. Uh, but it does say relationship. And in reality, I'm looking for a husband. So I guess we're all lying on there. Uh, but anyways, I just thought that was really funny. Also, um, you know, I I think that if I was a man with a profile, I would definitely like go to a PetSmart and take a picture holding a, a goldfish because I just think that'd be so funny. And I, I mentioned that I downloaded Hinge. And so you have all the like they make you do prompts. And I think it's funny. It's But sometimes I'm just like, I, I'm not clever. This is why I keep talking about how I'm good in a bar. And listen, Australia's already called my ass out on this because he's like, why did you think you were going to find a boyfriend drunk in a bar? And I was like, well, found my first boyfriend drunk in a bar. And I just genuinely think I <laughs> perform better. I sell myself a little bit better, like in person. And that's why these prompts, they like freak me out. Right. But there was one thing that I had to do because some, it was like the prompt was, you know, debate something with me or like, let's have a discussion about this. And so I said, what is the girl equivalent of the fish photo. One, to find out if, if guys actually know about this situation. Like, are you aware that all of your bros have the same photo and it's holding a fish? In case you don't know what I'm talking about, because like this is the first time you're listening to the podcast or you're like in a healthy relationship. Um, <laughs> all these guys on like these dating apps always have pictures holding fish. And I just want to know, like, what is the lady basic ass equivalent of that? So I've already got one response. And I have a picture with some of my girlfriends out at a winery. And he was like, this is it. So I guess the winery photo or maybe like holding the glass of wine is the equivalent. I don't know, because like I'm only looking for men. So like I'm on male side of Bumble. But if you are a guy or lesbian or bisexual and can tell me the answer to this question, I'm genuinely curious. It doesn't mean I'm going to change my profile per se. I am a basic bitch. And like, listen, the fish guys, you own your fishy shit. But I just I want to know. I want to know what the girl equivalent is. So I will keep you posted to see if we get any more answers to that lovely question. But um, I also would just like to ask on there now. Like, it's hard because part of me wants to just like use the Bumble for content and like change all the questions to like get answers to things I'm dying to know like this like why are you looking for something casual and a kid you know like it, it, please explain the math to me but then another part of me is like but you're also you need to use the like I want two accounts I want like an Ashley Sleek account and like an Ashley Florin account like I want one account where I can like ask bump straight up like podcast related questions and another one where I'm like seriously hunting for a man I don't know if those two things can interlock but I don't know. I just worry. Like, I don't want to get no matches because they're like, this bitch is weird. But also, I there's things I want to know. Okay. <laughs> so I, okay, now that we're talking about like a little bit of dating, right? I need to tell you about how I had, to, how I paid $80 to dump my therapist today. I have therapy every Tuesday and I'm recording this on Tuesday because Monday was a recovery day for me. And I quite literally paid this woman to not see her. So it was my bad because after my last, I was giving her a try, okay? And I was talking about, you know, something that's like not fun to talk about on my podcast when I know that like people I'm interested in dating are listening. So, but 
podcast isn't for them. So we're talking about this anyways. I think I have an anxious attachment style and I've done a lot of like research on this and I've been really trying to work on it. It's not a reason not to date me, by the way. It's not it's something that like I'm working on, but I just get really nervous about like, well, you heard it in, you know, the last episode when I was talking about my dating. I just I get nervous that like. I don't know, that they hate me already or like I said something wrong and I'm overthinking everything and like I get too clingy or needy or whatever, right? Like all that shit. So I've been really working on that. So obviously when you have a mental health problem, you like talk to a therapist about it. Like that's normal, right? So I'm like talking to my therapist about this and I'm like, I'm just really trying to like get this through. She literally says to me, wouldn't it be nice if you could just relax? Yeah. Obviously, bitch, like, obviously, that's yes, yes. I was like, yes, that's that's what I'm asking. Like, how how do I relax? And she was like, oh, I don't really know. I was like, well, I'm paying you to tell me. I was like, and I'm the one who was like, well, I did research and I think I have an anxious attachment style and I'm just, you know, I read this and this and this as tools. I'm just wondering, like, do you want to weigh in? Like, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, no. I don't really know what to say to you. What? What do you mean you don't know what to say to me? There is nothing. There's no worse feeling than expressing yourself to your therapist and her being like, I don't really know what to tell you. Okay, so how fucking crazy am I? I'm not even in the books. If I'm if I'm learning about anxious attachment style on TikTok, then it's a well enough known thing that we should have rules on how to fix it. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I was so mind blown when she was like, wouldn't it be nice if you could just chill? Like, no fucking shit. That's if I could just chill, I think like 85 percent of my problems would not exist. But I have no chill. So why are you not helping me gain chill or like work towards it? Like I like I said, I do a lot of work on myself. So, you know, I think that this version of me was still with it. And I think it's just heightened because I'm dating and this is just like a whole new world for me because I never really did the online dating thing and I don't really know how to act. And it's the whole pressure of the beginnings of like, are you texting too much? Like, did you say the wrong thing? Like, like, did I take it too far? Like, am I, am I moving too quick? It's all those like questions in the beginning that are just like so hard to figure out that like make you anxious. And then I just go in the direction of like, I don't know, be needy. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just like, (laughs) I try not to be, but like it happens. And so I just wanted some help from the woman that I pay. So basically what happened was she was like, okay, well, you didn't cancel within 24 hours. So you can either take the appointment today and I will bill your therapist or I'll bill your insurance and you'll only pay the $20 copay instead of, you know, the 80 or you pay the 80. I paid her the 80. I paid her the 80. And trust me, I don't have money because for whatever fucking reason, when I was drunk this weekend, I I literally thought I, I spend at least like a hundred dollars alone on drinks. Sorry, I this is the part I should not told my dad on. But anyways, like I was just buying everyone drinks because I'm crazy. But any way, that's not what the purpose of what I'm saying. I'm just saying I don't have money, but I was like, I will pay the $80 to not have to talk to this woman ever again. Like she was that bad. She made me so uncomfortable after last week. And then I was just so busy. I forgot to text her. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> 
Oh, the other thing I learned, by the way, about being on dating apps is how like unspecial it was that my ex like lived in China. I feel like for every third swipe that I see the whole like want something casual but want children thing, I also see used to live in China. I, I, I just it's not. It was not that unique. And I don't know if I should be swiping on those people because of like, I was like, was was the living in China thing a red flag? Was it a part of the reason that I shouldn't have been with my ex? I don't know. So, um, you know, I, I go back and forth on swiping on them <laughs> if I should or not. Uh, OK, so let me tell you about my vacation, the half of it, and then I'll tell you the rest of it later. So um, it was really fun. I went down to Los Angeles and I stayed um, a few nights with my best friend Jasmine and then a few nights with friends of the podcast, Eloy and George. So I went we went to Disney and let me tell you, like, I'm old. Okay, and nothing made me feel more old than the fact that I could not hang with two days of walking around Disney like my body was not having it. It was so fun, though. I do have to say that I think and I I know I'll get shit for this, but like I would rather do California Adventure over Disneyland. And before that, I didn't think that. But then this weekend I was like, uh, and, and listen, it's not just the fact that I could get a drink in California Adventure. Is that is that one of like the top reasons Maybe it's not it's not number one, but it might be two or three. It's just it's just nicer. I like the rides better. I just it's a different vibe. So we decided to go to the Lamplight Lounge in Pixar Pier on California Adventure Day. Okay, and we're having drinks, right? And my girlfriend Jasmine was like, asked the waiter, hey, what do you I I'm really looking for something like refreshing. Like what what would you recommend? This motherfucker is like, oh, I got I got you, girl. He was like, we make this cocktail and it's got and he just starts naming. He's like, it's got tequila. It's got gin. It's got, you know, rum and like a dash of simple syrup. And we're like, nobody's here for an AMF, sir. Nobody's here for an AMF in California Adventure at 1 p.m. You know what I mean? And so to counteract that, we instead got shooter shots um, because like at that point it was like, well, we already shut down this drink, you know, so we might as well do shots so he knows we're not pussies. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the logic there was, but we hadn't literally hadn't even finished our first drinks before we were doing shooters. So pretty much we just got kind of wasted in California Adventure and it was so fun and I loved it. And it was I mean, it was really, really hot. And that was a lot. But besides that, it was overall, it was a super, super great trip. And then I got to do brunch and a drag show on Saturday. And it was great. I woke up. I was having a rough time on my drive home on Sunday morning. But we made it. She made it. And I'll tell you more about that in our fun dating segment at the end of the show. Uh, But right now, got to get into some hot gossip because damn, it's not disappointing right now. I love I feel like the celebrity world takes little breaks and it's kind of boring and snoozy. And then it's like, bam, here we are. Hi, headline after headline after headline. And you know, I wasn't going to get that long without talking about Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. You guys, you know, I stand. You know, I stand. And here's the deal. These two got engaged this weekend. I could not be more excited for them. I don't know them, but you feel like you do, right? And I've been saying this for a long time because I I love Scott Disick, right? But I'm so sick of everyone being like, how's Scott taking it? Is Scott okay? Who the fuck cares? As a reminder, as a reminder, 
Kourtney Kardashian went through actual hell with Scott Disick. Like you don't realize it because he's so fun and you're like, Lord Disick in the house. I love him. Blah, blah, blah. He was a horrible partner to her. He would like go missing. She would have to like, you know, track him down. He was always drinking, doing drugs while they were having kids. Like she would put boundaries with him and he would just knock them down. Like I just, I don't know. And I saw someone's post on um, TikTok that was like, for everyone who's dated a Scott Disick, don't worry, your Travis Barker is out there. And I'm like, thank you. Finally, we're not romanticizing Courtney and Scott. Like, you can like Scott and not like him for Courtney. Like, I get it. They look like they're soulmates, but like, fuck, this girl has been through it. Okay. And I'm so excited for them. A, a, a source said that Scott is uh, like not surprised, but obviously pretty sad. But it's just like, okay, how awful would it feel? to be Scott Disick's girlfriends. I assume it's what it feels like to be Hailey Bieber. Hailey Bieber didn't do anything wrong in any scenario besides fall in love with Justin Bieber, but like no one's ever going to let the Selena Gomez thing go. And that's kind of how I feel about Scott Disick. It's like he can date all these like 12 year old girls all he wants, but like no one's going to give a fuck unless it's Kourtney Kardashian. So uh, overall, just really happy for her. And yeah, I think this is going to be great for her. Uh, in other Kardashian news, our favorite Kardashian, uh, Kanye West, has officially changed his name to Ye. It's Y-E, so I'm assuming um, it's Ye. Uh, I don't I don't know why. I mean, listen, I we can talk shit about it all we want when we know that a lot of other rappers do this. P. Diddy uh, is the only one I can think of right now. I think that Kanye can do whatever he pleases as long as he's not talking to anybody. You know what I mean? Change your name and then like just get out of everybody's life. That sounds like I'm not saying in a way like I'm not in a mean way, but like, I don't know, maybe go like work on yourself. Maybe this new yay version of him will be a lot nicer and a little less chaotic. You just got to hope that for him. But yes, he's got a new name now. And um, in the world of Vanderpump Rules, you know, I haven't watched the season. You know, my sister and I used to have a podcast where we like talked about Vanderpump Rules and I haven't even dived into the season. I don't know why. I feel like sometimes with me, I I heard this might be like an empath thing, but sometimes when you watch a show, you get like a little too emotionally invested and then it like hurts your feelings. And right now I think I'm too fragile to watch Friends Fight. I feel like I've dealt with drama in my own life and I didn't like it and I don't want to watch drama right now. I know it's weird. I'm watching Ted Lasso and I'm having a good time. I mean, there's drama in that too, but like it's not as bad. And, you know, I just I don't know. I can't I just I'm not in the mood. But if we know Lala, if you know Lala, she's, you know, char character, quote unquote, she's on the show. She is um, in, um, engaged to Randall who is like a t film producer or something. He's got a kid. They have a kid together. And there are all these rumors out there that he was cheating. And there's a photo of him walking into his hotel room with two girls. And then all these reports came out that Lala's out. Lala's gone. And then I saw on TMZ today that she's like coming back to him. So like we don't know. So basically it could be over for Lala and Randall. And that's just, I mean, that's just sad because it's like, I mean, they're engaged and didn't end up getting married, but they had a kid together. And it just hurts me because I like her dad passed away and, you know, she was very like talked about, you know, how good Randall was with all that. And it's just like you hate to see it. 
And I know people don't like Lala and blah, blah, blah. But like you just can't take enjoyment out of watching someone get cheated on. It's just like there's not there's nothing that that is going to feel good for. You know what I mean? So anyways, um, very sad for the two of them. I hope maybe the rumors aren't true or if they are, she gets out of there and finds someone who's going to like treat her right. It's just ugh. and, you know. James Kennedy hated the fat man. So I'm just saying like he might have caught caught didn't cause it, but he might be having a little celebration right now. Also, there was a lot of drama between Randall and 50 Cent. And I don't know a lot about it, except for like, I think that 50 Cent thinks Randall owes him money. So I did check his Instagram to see um, or I checked Google to see if like 50 Cent spoken out, you know, just because like, you know, when you see your enemy burning, you're like, let me douse a little gasoline on that shit. I didn't see it, but um, hopefully he does kind of come to and say something because how fun. Um, OK, so last little hot gossip story is about our favorite man, Harry motherfucking Styles. This guy is just something else, something else. Member of the iconic most amazing boy band, One Direction. You can quote me on that. I don't care. Uh, but it turns out that he is joining the Marvel Universe. He is going to be Thanos's hot brother, Eros. And listen, I, I rarely, not rarely, I love a good nerd guy. But in this moment, I was like, shit, I should have swiped on that comic book nerd. Like I should have he said he was nerdy. He said he was in a Marvel. I should have swiped on him so I could have got all this information because basically all that I'm gathered from my small research that I did is that he's kind of a man whore. And that's like from an article, not from me. And that his superpower is like making people fall in love with him, which like, I mean, spot on casting on that one. So uh, I don't know a lot of details on this, but I'm super excited. And when I swipe on my comic book nerd, I will bring him on the podcast and he can tell you all about it. By the way, I have to say, I just feel like such an asshole because my mom's like making me trial birthday cakes right now. Like, I know that sounds wild, but if you know my mom, it's not too far off base. But like the mixer is in the background of me talking. And I was like, really feel like an asshole. But like, can you stop baking me, you know, taster birthday cakes so that way I can record this podcast? But uh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> Listen, if you have talked to me over the past year, then you know there's only one thing that has been saving my 2021, and that is my Keith Justo Bread Club subscription. You guys, this is the best thing that's ever happened. I know that's dramatic, but hear me out. You get monthly two baguettes, one sourdough loaf, and then like a monthly loaf, which is different, and it's always something super fun, and my family and I fight over this shit all the time. And it drives me crazy because I'm like, listen, only one of us is playing for the dough here. I'm bringing in the dough. I'm ordering the dough. Don't touch my bread club. It's come in handy so many times because I'm the kind of girl who's never going to show up to a party empty handed. And I always bring a bottle of wine. But now I'm like upgraded because I'll just slice up my baguette, bring some salami and cheese and bam. It's like, hi, I brought wine and classy charcuterie and the literal best sourdough bread you're ever going to have in your life. You're welcome. You will not be disappointed in this bride club. Sign up now. You can get 50% off your first box using promo code SLEEK because you know your girl's going to hook you up, S-L-E-E-K. And you can sign up at kgbreadclub.com or you can follow the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek. Okay, friends, this is the part of the podcast that we bow out from my dad listening and, you know, 
every other family member. I keep begging my sister. She doesn't do it, but I'm going to keep asking anyways. But um, we have a lot to talk about in the dating segment here of the I'm Sorry What podcast. It's been a, it's been a journey. It's been a journey, everybody. We um, we got into some shit this weekend and we have we have interesting stories to share. So first of all, though, I have to say this. Um, my cousin Danielle, friend of the podcast, sent me the most amazing meme today. It said, tag someone who deserves a glass of wine and some unproblematic dick. And I was just thinking about calling the episode that. I don't know what I'll end up doing, but I feel like a glass of wine and unproblematic dick is is just too iconic to not be used. She could not be more right, by the way. I would love a glass of wine and I would love, love less drama in the dick world. You know what I mean? So let me just tell you what happened. Okay. I got very um, drunk on Saturday, which is like not a surprise to anybody. And, um, you know, I went, I set out saying that like Saturday was going to be the ratchet day. We did brunch at like 10 a.m., had mimosas, and then, you know, just like moved on in the world. We went to pump, like Vanderpump. That was really fun. I was actually doing like pretty mellow for a while there. But then what happened was we went to this drag show at, is it Roscoe's? I think I can't remember. Rosso's, something like that in LA. And it was super fun. But, you know, one of the queens was like, is anyone celebrating anything? And of course, Eloy was like, it's her birthday. So it was just like me and a gaggle of gays up there, right? Like all celebrating birthdays. Very fun. So then, you know, the queen comes by and she's like, okay, you have to say your name, where you're from, and if you're a top or a bottom, which is hilarious considering the fact that like I'm up there and I'm so mad at this missed opportunity to say I'm a starfish because that would have just been so good. But instead, I decided that I was going to own it and be a top. So I said I was actually from San Francisco, which obviously I'm from Livermore, but like who knows that. And um, I'm a top and people loved it. It was a crowd pleaser. And then they gave us these shots. And I feel like the second I did that shot, it was just it was just blackout city from there on out. And so, um, you know, I I did do that thing that I said I wasn't going to do. And I did FaceTime Mr. Gorgeous. But, you know, I don't think that is I don't think he was mad about it. I talked to him the next day. He seemed fine. Um, I don't think it it hindered. I definitely talked to Australia, which was like, you know, uh, could it not? And um, but also in this journey, uh, you know, I I thought it would be fun. George and I thought it would be fun. Maybe it was my idea, but I'm I'm putting George in it as my secondhand man on this. I was like, what if we like swipe on? Oh, because my friend Yesenia was there and she's single too. And I was like, what if we got on Bumble right now? And just like the first guy that swipes on us, we just like invite them out with us. And, you know, so we did. I swiped on hers and George was swiping on mine. And I have to say, um, a lot of weird things happened. Uh, I don't know why the dating pool in L.A. is so strange, but it really was like within a matter of minutes. I already had a dick pic. A matter of minutes, minutes. I was just like, hey, do you want to come out and have a drink with me and my friends? And he was like, I'd rather you just call me after. And I was like, that doesn't sound as fun as you like coming to the bar, you know? And he was like, well, I will have this waiting for you and sent me his penis. And I was like, wow, it's honestly, 
It's been a while. It's been a long time since I've had a dick pic and I wasn't expecting it. And I think the best part about having an Apple Watch sometimes is that like pictures show up on that first. So like I was just casually having a conversation and I just looked at my watch and saw a penis. And, you know, a penis watch is just a whole different extravaganza that I was not quite ready for. I wasn't drunk enough for I don't know if I'm ever drunk enough for a dick pic, but I got one. And so then I didn't I just decided to not talk to that guy anymore. But there was this other guy and he came to the bar at the end of the night and I went home with him, obviously. And um, I get to his apartment and he's like, oh, I'm going to take a shower. He's like, do you want to join me? And I was like, honestly, like, I do not want to get wet right now. Like, my hair is curled. I'm, you know, like, I'm living my life. I don't have a spare pair of clothes here. He looks skinny. I was like, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to wear your clothes. So I <laughs> I was just, like, casually on my phone, like, scrolling through TikTok, whatever. Then he, like, comes back in. We get, you know, we get in the bed. We're making out. And out of nowhere, he's just like, I can't do this. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, I can't. I just can't do this. And I'm like, oh, um okay, like we don't have like, you know, like I didn't go there being like, I have to have sex. You know what I mean? I was like, whatever, like a fun makeout and like get to know this guy, whatever. Uh, And I was like, we don't need to have like sex if that's what you're worried about. And he was like, no, I just like can't have you here. Like you need to leave. And I was like, oh, shit. It was like three or four in the morning. And I was just like, okay, well, um, you know, should I call an Uber? Like whatever. And he's like, you don't need to talk to me in such a condescending tone. I was like, sir, I listen, I'm pretty self-aware and I don't I genuinely don't think I'm trying to be condescending. I'm just a little terrified right now and I'm not sure if I should like call an Uber or call the police, you know, and uh, he didn't like that either. And I was just like, well, it's like four in the morning. You know, my my friend's going to be up at seven. Can I just sleep on the couch and have you stay here? Which obviously wasn't a good choice because this guy's obviously a serial killer. You know what I mean? And so anyways, he's like, no, I'm I'm not going to do that. He's like, the problem is, is that I just want to date you. And I was like, sir, um, normally you're right up my alley on this one, uh, except for the fact that I don't live here and I'm already afraid of you. So he's like, no, I just want to date you. I don't know why you think I'm being an asshole. And I was like, I never said you're being an asshole. I'm just trying to figure out my way home. Like, you want me to leave? I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. So then he like drove me back to Eloy and George's. It was like the single handedly most awkward car ride I have ever been in my life. Like this man was literally just like, you know, he's like, I'm, I, I don't know why you think I'm being an asshole. Like I want to see you tomorrow. Like what part of that don't you get? And I was like, no, I understand it. It's just, I don't think you're understanding that I'm not going to see you tomorrow. Like that's not happening. Like, I don't know what world you live in that, we are going home together, but that's like, that's not, that's not happening. So, um, anyways, I live to tell the tale, but Australia was like, what the fuck are you doing, girl? Like, you don't go home with strange man on Bumble, which like, first of all, he was a strange man in a bar, so I don't know what he's judging about, but like, um, yeah, yeah. So in my, in, in, within 24 hours in LA, I got a dick pic and kicked out of a random man's apartment because he wanted to date me. Uh, So I blocked him. So I don't know if he really did want to date me. I I don't think I want to find out. Not one part of me wants to know. So, um, you know, (laughs) I did want to say some like wholesome 
funny things that are happening on my dating apps. Okay, because like <laughs> I was talking to this guy, right? Uh, yeah, that's like the non-wholesome. But like, let's just like take it back because like that was a lot for everyone to process. So um, <laughs> I, okay, so this guy matched with me and we were chatting and he was like, do I know you? And I was like, no, like I don't. I mean, I was like, I don't know, maybe like, I don't know you. And he's like, you just look so familiar, which like, obviously, obviously I resisted being like, well, you know, I'm a national celebrity or like, you know, the bullshit that I normally say. It's like, well, maybe you know me from being Ashley Sleek of the I'm Sorry What podcast. I was like, keep it cool, bitch. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. And so he was like, did you go to Christian uh, middle school, which I thought was Christensen, which I did go to Christensen. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I did go to Christensen. And then he was like, oh, he he's like, I think I had a crush on you in middle school. And then I reread his message and I was like, actually, I'm so sorry. I lied. I got prematurely excited. Um, I did not go to that middle school. I went to Christensen in Livermore. And I was like, I'm so sorry to disappoint you that like I'm not your middle school crush, you know? And he was like, it's okay. I wouldn't have been into you if you were. Like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Like you match with me. Like I don't I don't understand. Like how am I already in trouble? Like you already not into me because I was I was your if I was your middle school crush then then I'd be in trouble. It was really weird. He was super nice and he talked to me all the time and I appreciate that, but I kind of fucked up in the way of like I did a lot like I had a lot of matches and conversations going before I went to Disney and I just like couldn't keep up with them and like didn't care, but I've learned that guys don't like to be not talk to and like if you don't keep up the conversation like if you're a bad texter they're out so um I'm trying to be better at it but I just thought that was so funny I was like oh my god I'm not your middle school crush like <gasps> shocker I also like I mentioned earlier I just got on hinge and uh, hinge is so confusing to me I like have such a hard time with it but I I'm you know whatever I'm trying to find a husband we're, we're going wherever we want but um this guy that I matched with he said like in his so he like what happens is like they like a picture of yours and then you know you can be like I like them I don't you know it's interesting and then you know vice versa but this guy liked one of my pictures but his like one of his prompts they're like say something that you're like really good at or whatever and he was like I know all the best chicken tender locations in town and the way my heart got butterflies when I read this I was like I need to meet this chicken tender guy I don't know I don't care what it takes like I will find him you know, chicken tenders are like on my menu radar right now of like one of the only things I can eat. And I was like, oh, my God, I just I have to have to have to date the chicken tender guy. So um, I'm waiting for him to message, message me back. But he liked my picture first, which is like telling, you know, so hopefully we hear from chicken tenders and hopefully I'll have a chicken tenders date story because like that would just be so fun. And I would love literally every minute of it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how that's going right now. And uh, I think that you know, I'm going to be okay. I think um, we're going to stop maybe trying to um, find men who will send you dick pics and try to find men who will get you chicken tenders. Those are, those are just the standards these days. I can't, I just couldn't believe it, you guys. The freaking unproblematic dick that I need. I got problematic dick right now. I've got problematic dick pics in my phone. I don't even, I need to like erase them. I'm so scared. I'm like, oh my God, one day I'm going to be going through my phone. I'm just going to see a penis again. Like, stop it. And I, some people like that. I just don't. Like, and I don't, I don't, listen, like, 
I'll I'll sext all day, but I can't. I don't I don't want to see it. I don't want to see a picture of it. I just don't. Um, if I, I don't know many girls who do actually, but it keeps happening and maybe that's just it. Maybe we would be more interested if we didn't get them unsolicited all the time. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's it. Maybe that's like the issue is that, that we get them when we don't want them, which is why we don't want them. And, uh, this has been my Ted talk on dick pics and you're welcome to share with your friends. All right, so let's get into the I'm sorry what moment of the week. I this sparked a little conversation um, this weekend. We were kind of talking about influencers and like uh, Addison Ray. She kind of uh, she got like banned from TikTok or something. And she's like, oh, I guess I got to find a job. And I was like, that's fucking funny. Like, I don't know. And then it kind of spiraled into this like D'Amelio thing, like people not liking them. And here's my deal. I don't understand the hate fire around influencers. Like, I, I'm sorry, what? I, I They are literally making their own brands. And I think people have this misconception that it's super easy to be an influencer. And I I think the exact opposite. The influencer world is kind of like the professional world in the way that you ha- basically have an in- unpaid internship that you have to prove yourself for while you're working two other jobs. And then in the hopes, in the hopes that you're going to catch you know, the eye of the CEO or the eye of the American world and get fame. You know what I mean? Because as someone who's tried, because, you know, obviously I have a podcast. I want it to be very successful. And a lot of influencers have successful podcasts. So like I I try really hard, but it's like you got to take all these pictures and TikTok trends are there. They go fast. Like once you miss the song and you're not thinking of something creative to say, like, you know, you're out and like, you know, that little um, Bones dog or whatever, not interesting anymore. It's it's really weird. If you don't know what the Bones dog is, by the way, it is this cute little pug that like its owner stands up every day and then it either like flops over and has no bones or it will like actually put its feet down and it's got bones. But anyways, I'm just saying that like you never know what you're going to catch fame for and you can get shut down so quickly. People can just decide they don't like you anymore. And I feel like we shit on these like, and listen, I don't necessarily think that influencers should be teenagers either. Like, I think that it should be like a a professional job and like, it should be people who are maybe in college or a little bit older, you know, like myself. And I know that that's not the appeal because you, you know, teenagers want teenagers, but I don't know. It's just, it's hard for me. I get so nervous about them. Like I was watching this, um, this TikTok about Charlie D'Amelio and I guess she was quoted or in maybe her reality show or something to say that like sometimes she gets tired but if she stops she's letting down like a team of people and they showed like this pyramid of like a normal company you've got like a CEO at the top and then people who kind of filter down and if you lose a CEO you still have all these people right but this is like an upside down one where like at the bottom of the pyramid is the influencer and if that influencer leaves all those people lose their jobs that is a shit ton of pressure to have on, you know, someone so young or anyone, to be honest. So I just think that, like, maybe we should not be so quick to, like, shit on these people who are just, like, trying to make content and trying to, like, be happy in their own lives. Like, I mean, I get it. What I I think that, you know, part of the appeal of them is them making it look effortless. And that's why we're so quick to be like, oh, my God, why should that person, like, make a million dollars for shaking their ass? Can you? Can you shake your ass that good that people are paying you millions? I can't. I know I can't. I took a twerking class and I know I still can't. And like, 
You know, it's just like, why are we being so fucking judgmental and just sick? I'm sick of it. Let these people do their thing. And if you want to be an influencer, then try being an influencer and then hate on them. You know what I mean? It's like, it's too much for me. It's too much for me. Um, but okay, you guys, this is the I'm Sorry What podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Listen, Addison Ray, Charlie D'Amelio, I just defended you. If you want to throw me some follows, some pity follows or, you know, some of your PR boxes, I'm ready for it. Um, <laughs> just thank you so much for listening, everybody. I love doing this podcast and I love sharing my ridiculous stories. It makes it worth it. Like when I get my little heart hurt or, you know, something wild happens, I'm just like, well, at least I can tell the listeners about it. And maybe if they're going through something similar, they'll feel better. Or if they're having a bad day, they can literally laugh at the fact that I got kicked out of a man's apartment. Like either way, you know, and I was having a pretty rough day today. And, you know, I was like, oh, my God, am I going to be able to do the podcast? Am I being too fucking sensitive today? But I got it together and it was fun. And I'm glad I did this episode and I'm glad I have this wonderful time with you all. And thank you for everyone who likes, comments, subscribes, downloads. I appreciate it. Share the podcast with a friend. Uh, Let me know what you want to hear about. And thank you so much. Okay, bye.